Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thrifters Villa, a podcast for resellers and entrepreneurs. I'm Daniela. And I'm Jen. And today we have a very exciting episode. We're going to go over our first ever reselling trend report. Yay. I feel like I should insert clapping, (laughs) clapping fingers, something, (laughs) clapping noises here. (laughs) I love that. I love that. So you guys, we're going to review what's trending across all different reselling platforms. Yeah, the goal of our trend report is to just chat about styles, brands, and all the things that you should be taking a second look at while you're sourcing. We cannot wait to deep dive into this trend report and learn more about the things that we may not have known about. So pull up a chair and we'll see you at the table. This is going to be fun. This is our first trend report of 2022. This is something that Jen and I wanted to kind of bring on board this year. We, you know, this might change as the year goes on, but we're going to start it off in this format and we're going to see um, how it, how it goes. Uh, One of the great things about this trend report, I think is it forces Jen and I to research and sit down, really look at the platforms, really look at what's, and we're not looking at outside sources. We're looking specifically on reasonable Mm -hmm. platforms. I think that's important um, as a reseller or as someone who sells secondhand clothing or clothing in general, you should mm-hmm. research the platforms that you're selling on because trends in the fashion world aren't always necessarily translated into trends that are on reselling platforms. Exactly. Exactly. The secondary market is definitely different, I'd have to say. And, um, you know, our, our goal of this is basically to look at other reselling sites, right? Not just Poshmark. We're going to Depop. We're going to eBay. We're looking and seeing what's selling. What are people, you know, listing? What's going for high dollars? Um, and then not only looking at like brands, but also looking at trends, right? What kind of styles do we see? And really this is kind of a snapshot, right? Of what we're seeing right now and today. Because our goal with this trend report an episode is that we're hoping that we can, um, you know, have this come out every once in a while. We haven't decided on exactly. It's we don't know if we're going to do it once a month. We don't really know yet. Yeah. <laughs> we don't really know yet. So I don't want to, I don't want to promise anything, but <laughs> our goal is to take a snapshot in time to now. What is it that we're seeing? What is, what is basically like just listed and sold right away? That's what we want to see. So that's going to be our goal with this trend report today. And of course, Danielle and I, we love to chat. We love to research and everything. So we're we love clothes. <laughs> the one thing that we do know we're going to do with this is that if you are a member of our Patreon group, we will release trend reports every month as the as a part of a monthly download. Um, we will do deep dive researches and, and supply that to our Patreon group. So if you're not a member of our Patreon group and you'd like to join, the link is Get always in the show notes. <laughs> the link is always in our show notes. It's $5 a month. Um, if you have, if you're a new listener, cause I know we get new listeners every day. Uh, it is $5 a month. You get a monthly download. You get access to a discord. Um, there we have guests that come on a monthly zoom chat, or it's just Jen and I last month we had Mogi come on, um, February. We have another guest coming on. That's top secret. Uh, but we have lots of, we have things. a lot, a lot yeah. of good stuff, a lot, a lot of great things stuff, that we love to help. Yeah, we'd love to give out to to the members of our Patreon. So if you're thinking about joining, definitely now is the time to give us a shot. Yeah. So, uh, all right, let's let's dive into this now that we did that little like that's our own little commercial. Oh, I know. <laughs> you know how Spotify puts in commercials for us. We just did our own. Um, our own so the, the first thing that we're gonna talk about is actually Poshmark's 
um, latest data that they released on the app. It was accessible to everyone, but not everyone always clicks the little banner that's on top. I know I definitely don't look at it every single time when I sign into the app. Um, and they just released what they're seeing right now. So we figured we would share that with everyone as well and then kind of go into what we're actually seeing on the platforms and if it kind of aligns with what Poshmark is saying on their platform. Um, you know, I don't know if eBay comes out with like a trend report of some sort, Jen. I don't think um, I looked, I couldn't find anything, but if anyone that's listening out there yeah. that wants to, you know, um, DM us knows of anything, you know, the more information that we can get, the better, right? And Absolutely. we're always happy to share all this information. So if you guys know of anything, we would love that, you know, but yeah, yeah basically the trend report is kind of what we're going to go over. And I, I found it really helpful. I think it's very interesting. What about you? Yeah, you know? I, so it's funny because some of these things I'm like super excited about and I think they're really great. And then some of it, I'm like, wait, we did this before and I'm all set with it. Or I just don't, <laughs> it's just not something that I enjoy, right? And there's mm -hmm. aspects of fashion that we're all not going to like or the things that we are going to like. Um, but the first thing that Poshmark released on this latest trend report was that everything is about the 1970s. We love the retro. And I have to say, Jen and right. I love the retro too. 1970s, even the 60s. I like it. <laughs> um, but the, the things that they're highlighting here are bell bottoms, which I think a lot of us have seen kind of trickling in across the board right. over the last few months. So that didn't surprise me. Platform and chunky shoes. Yes, we know the chunk is has oh, been a thing. Shoes. I cannot believe that those are doing so well. You guys know those chunky shoes. We're talking yes. about Steve Madden. We're talking about mud. We're talking about those big black clunky shoes that used to wear normally white socks with or no socks. Yes. <laughs> Depends on what your style is, yeah. right? They are selling you guys right now, no joke, for sometimes 60 plus dollars. So I know you can find those at your Absolutely. local store. Honestly, most of you could probably find them in the back of your closet. <laughs> I wish I still had my, when Jen and I were just saying this, we wish we still had our chunky shoes from middle school okay. and high school. Those have been long gone for a long time. <laughs> like they have So been. depressing. So depressing <laughs> that we don't have those anymore. Um, oh. Retro sneakers, but like, very specifically, the mm -hmm. New Balance Dad sneakers, which were kind of starting last year, are even hotter now, which is mind-boggling to me because I would, oh. I personally wouldn't wear them. I mm -hmm. like the retro like Reeboks, the retro Nikes, like that's more yeah. my style. Like the tennis oh, shoe. I love that, like this, but I'm all about like that slim look when it yeah, comes yeah, to yeah, exactly to, like, to the bright. more narrow type of shoe. But I yeah. do like, I do like some of the chunkier looking sneakers, but not the New Balance Dad sneaker. That is I'm, not not my fan. List. <laughs> I'm not a fan either, but again, dad shoes, right? We remember seeing that trend kind of going around and that is still really big too. So. I know. I know. And oh. they, so if you follow a lot of like eBay sellers or shoe specific sellers on mm -hmm. social media, they will throw these new balance, new balance sneakers in your face all the time. And there's so many different kinds and those shoe resellers really, really understand all the different types of New Balance and Nikes and all these different things. So if you can find a community of shoe resellers on Instagram or YouTube that you can follow to learn all of that, yeah. highly recommend because they are the experts at that. I definitely look to a lot of them to learn. I do too. And you know what? I think Daniela, in looking at a lot of this like trend reports and everything that we've looked at, we need to learn shoes more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And not just women's shoes at that. No. Like, understanding the sneaker world. I feel, I mean, it has been a growing category for many, many years, but right now 
those retro retro so sneakers hot. are so hot and so they're hot. everywhere it doesn't matter where you live you can find this stuff that's like mm-hmm. that's the most important thing that jen and i really want to share in this episode is right. a lot of these things you can literally find no matter what part of the country you live in you can find yeah. something yeah and i think that's really great that you preface that you know um daniela because we we all know you find gucci at the store you find Chanel at the store. You find, yeah, we know. Pick it up. Got it. But we're not really going to focus our trend report, at least not this time around, on luxury yeah. because we really want to talk about things that we feel are accessible for all of our listeners, right? Yeah. Um, unfortunately, not everyone's going to find. A, Listen, a if you find Chanel at the thrift store, can you yeah. let me know where you live <laughs> so that I can come and maybe pick some up sometime? Because that, exactly. that'd be great. Exactly. So, so you guys know we won't be talking so much luxury. We want to talk about everyday brands that we feel very confident that you should be able to find in your local thrift stores. The next three, literally anyone can find these. And I love that they're on this list. Yeah. Vintage half zip sweaters. You can find them in the men's section. You can find them in the women's section in any thrift store, Salvation Army, you name it, go to it. You're going to find that. Um, fur trim jackets or fur trim um, uh, anything really, anything fur trim that is oh, that seventies. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like who, like who would wear that stuff. So think time. of like seventies, think of Penny Lane. Yes. Okay? Penny Lane. I so the the Penny Lane jackets are huge right now. Yeah. You don't know what that is. Definitely take a Google, but mm-hmm. you've seen it before. Mm-hmm. The best way I can describe it is, um, on what is it? Almost famous. That movie. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that movie? Mm-hmm. And then Kate Hudson. She, I think, you know, she wore that, like, where it's like the fur collar around and it's mm-hmm. like either suede or micro suede or something, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> on the body. I know you guys can find those in the stores, Absolutely. The most important thing that we um, have noticed, though, with a lot of these trending items, is you've got to know your keywords. Yeah. You've got to know your keywords. Because if you have that jacket, great. You need to say, Penny Lane on it. You need to say 70s boho. You, you know what I mean? All those kind of keywords. And those are also things that we're going to be providing to our Patreon group. Yeah. What kind of keywords? <laughs> Again, as she was saying. Just saying. <laughs> um, and then the last one in that 70s related uh, trend is corduroy, which fun fact, I have sold three pairs of corduroy jeans in the last two weeks. They were Levi's one was Levi's one was and other stories and the other brand was why can't I think it? oh Madewell all three were corduroy I typically always pick up corduroy because they're they're a very specific group of people that will always wear corduroy but now that it's trending it's like everyone wants corduroy I personally like corduroy so don't judge I love corduroy <laughs> I love I had so much corduroy growing up I had like a corduroy shirt jacket from Gap. I remember yeah. that I was like all about because I found it in the clearance section. <laughs> but like, yeah, I used to have corduroy jeans all the time. The flared low-rise corduroy jeans. Yes. Yeah. Corduroys mm-hmm. were big. And and I personally like, I also like velvet. I think velvet velour, like that's always been a thing for me. May not have been cool maybe a few years ago, but it's cool again now. So. <laughs> right. I know. It's so crazy. I think like, I think if we literally picked up a Dillia's catalog. Oh <laughs> my God. Dillia's? Yes. Remember that? Yes. A Dillia's catalog and like flip through that. You literally, you would be like, oh, this is what girls and guys are wearing today. <laughs> I know. The next category on Poshmark's list was lingerie inspired pieces. And I feel like this has been a trend 
since like 2019, but I think it's more prevalent and accepted now than it was a couple of years ago. It's personally not my style because I used to wear corsets and stuff back in like 2005 when I went out to the club, but this, this is people are wearing it every day and that's weird to me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I, this is also, you know, kind of taking back from those trends back in like the mid 2000s when a lot of people would wear lingerie like teddy slip tops the tops mm-hmm. you know um, a lot of people would wear those so you're you know kind of playing around with that again yeah like you said corsets silk that like really lacy uh delicate kind of look too again this is another opportunity I think for um sourcing right where you go yes. go into the the pajama section and go and find those kind of tops and, you know, either style them with jeans or again, you know, kind of like Y2K style and your SEO. So, you know, to make sure that all pulls up. Slip um, dresses are really big and they've, they've always been a thing, but they're really hot right now. And that is probably one of the easiest things that anyone could find in the thrift store in the lingerie section or in the sleepwear section. As long as you have those keywords and you can either stylize it yourself if you model or maybe you do flat lays and you can style it that way, or you literally just put it in the description, have a picture of the item and put in the description what this could be worn with. You can find pictures online. There's all different creative ways to do this. You can find pictures online and incorporate it within your listing to show people how it's styled by celebrities. People love that. They want to see how celebrities style this stuff. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. so those, yeah. that's really it when it comes to lingerie, the corsets, it's the sil- um, slip dresses. It's mm-hmm pajamas and then of course like look at those brands right you've got your of course always your victoria's secret right your go-to a lot of people know about the victoria's secret gold label correct um but other ones could be like fredericks of hollywood they're no longer around anymore you know you've got a lot of and they're super vintage they're like old school i didn't know that yeah they are they've been around many many years i you know what i should probably google this right now and see fredericks of hollywood um, I have no idea, but I just know that they're like 1946. So they've been around for a long time. They have, they have. And I was just informed <laughs> that Federates of Hollywood is still around. It's just online only. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goes to show you sometimes when you share an office with your husband and you're recording a cod podcast apparently he knows a lot about lingerie yeah. good for him <laughs> he knows more than us apparently <laughs> maybe we should have him on <laughs> uh the next category we have is anything warm and fuzzy mm-hmm. which yes. if you live in new england in the cold temperatures you're all about all the time especially before a blizzard just right. saying guys <laughs> we're gonna get 24 inches of snow over the next like 24 hours so warm and fuzzy is this thing yeah, I did not Jen. miss that. I will tell you that. Daniela was trying to convince me it's cute, it's cozy. It's like, get out of here. Absolutely not. <laughs> All right, San Diego, sit down. I know. I know. So, I'll be outside today. I'm yeah, outside. right. <laughs> so, this is shearling totes, which is super wild to me because I think of Bath and Body Works when they used to have the shearling totes as oh, yeah. like gift bags. That's where my brain goes. If you're young, then you have no idea what I'm talking about. But if you're around Jen's age and my age, then you know that Bath and Body Works had those shearling totes as like part of gift sets. Oh, yeah. Warm (laughs) vanilla sugar. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Exactly. Um, But that's the thing. That's the thing. But, you know. Which is, that is crazy to me. I hated my back my shirling bag because like as soon as you put it down on the floor it was filthy (laughs) 
Uggs, but not just any Uggs, the mini boot Uggs. So not the ankle, the mini, which is like right at the ankle. It's like right Mm -hmm. like where ankle sock would be. That's what's cool, which I thought was interesting because I thought it was like all Ugg boots. Apparently it's not all Ugg boots. Poshmark is saying it's the mini boot. The mini boot. That's so interesting. And then- Ugg is so interesting to me. Like, don't you think, like every time I think they're out, they're like back in again. But they never really go away. That's the other no, thing. Too. They never they go away. But I always think away. like, oh, maybe like they're passe now and nobody cares. But then like they come up with something. No, new everyone cares. Like, everybody cares. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing is not just any bucket hat, but a faux fur bucket hat. Yeah, I I'm not a bucket hat girl. I, think I refuse. Had- <laughs> they are so terrible bucket hats. Did you watch Emily in Paris? No, I know everyone keeps telling me I need to watch it. I haven't watched it though. Well, like she's wearing a bucket hat in like every other scene. And I'm just like, no, no, I hate bucket hats. Yeah, I think I owned one and it was like a fuzzy one, but I didn't wear it often. What was that brand, Daniela? Can't everything war and yeah, what's the name of it? The kangaroo. Yeah, what's that called? That's, I think, where bucket hats got really popular because of that brand I can't think of the name of it because of the K but yeah there's a kangaroo on it that's yeah. like the it that was the it thing and they that had was... like kiosks in the mall oh yeah I definitely oh, yeah. saved up my pennies to buy that fairy one I'll tell you that that oh, I wore sure. twice and then sold <laughs> I had I had um I had coach bucket hats like Ooh, with the, with with the fancy their coach bucket hats huh? yeah but, but but like they were real <laughs> That's like a whole nother episode, guys, talking about how big the like dupe and fake market was in the early 2000s for designer. That's like a whole episode in itself. That is. is, Walking the streets of New York City in sketchy places trying to get the really good dupes. Anyway. (laughs) Oh my God. Don't even get me started. I even did that. That was a disaster. I'm like, how I did not get kidnapped. I know. If, yeah, that, that'll be another episode. That's for another day. Um, Prince, and we're actually seeing this right now with anthropology. They just sent out an email today about this. So today is Friday, uh, the January 28th. And just they just sent out a thing about all the prints that are coming in. And they're just, they're mind boggling to me. But patchwork, which has kind of been an ongoing thing. That's definitely. Yeah. Um, patchwork is huge. And I'm seeing it in denim. Denim patchwork? I love patchwork and like... This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Other fabrics, it's not really my thing, but patchwork and denim I do like. Geometric patterns, I don't hate this. I think geometric patterns can look nice on certain body Mm -hmm. types and certain people. I think it depends on the style of the dress when it comes to geometric or or shirt or whatever it is that you're wearing. Right, right, yeah. Um, And then florals, but not any florals we're talking granny florals which we talked about this on thrifters villa two springs ago when granny florals were very big very very ugly i hate to say it but big floral it's going away from like that like subtle floral like you know which we saw a lot of you know that was like a very 
I would say like French inspired, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. where it was just very like subtle and small and demure. Now it's going like big and bold and in your face. (laughs) I think of like things my grandma wore around the house, like those little moo things with the big floral patterns on it like flannel like that's just what I think of like I think of like Jessica McClintock or something like that yeah yeah I think of that too but there if you look up granny florals if you just google it you'll see what we're talking about they're just like it looks like (coughs) a curtain or like a blanket it just it has like this very bold floral look to it it's very different than what we're used to in like the shabby chic boho vibe of florals so it's very, very, de- like Jen said, it's not dainty. It's definitely not dainty. It's bold. Right. Um, and then of course the, this is our second to last one. Then we'll, we'll move on the, but the next one is Y2K to 2010. So Y2K is 2000 to it's 2010. Everywhere. It is. It is. It's literally our least favorite thing, <laughs> but that's guys, because we come from that era. We, we were come from that era. <laughs> so we that dumped we were, all of that clothing already. Yeah. We all that yeah. So in 2000, I was in eighth grade, I think. So like, that's kind of when it all started middle school into high school. Um, mm-hmm. But the super cropped cardigans, funny story. I was in a buy, sell, trade store. And one of the girls at the register had like an outfit on that I basically would have worn when I was in middle school with the cropped like mesh cardigan with the tank top underneath the the cardigan was brown the tank top was like um green and then she had like a floral slip style midi (laughs) skirt on that was blue and green and I was like oh my I looked at her I said you are literally me when I was in eighth grade what you're wearing right now was me she's like 16 so she's laughing and I'm like I can't (laughs) literally what what you said just hurt my brain I'm like yeah (laughs) Because I know exactly the shade of brown you're talking about. Yes. Exactly the shade of green you're talking about. And it's like, oh my God, I wore so much brown, so much brown. (laughs) Yeah. But that super cropped cardigan that once was out even three or four years ago, even earlier than that, it's like even two years ago, super cropped cardigans or cropped like blazers were not in. That's Mm -hmm. in right now. Um, I I can tell you that without Poshmark's trend report, that is something that is definitely (laughs) like a Bolero style crop thing. That is in. People like that. Low rise everything. Mm -hmm. Like we know. Yup. Got it. Low rise. Yeah. Um, But the cool thing about this is that some of the 70s attire and Y2K attire kind of go together because. 100%. Because you always get get the. Right. You always get reiterations, right? Where things always come back in style but they're slightly tweaked for today's mm-hmm. right fashion, right? And so when a lot of this stuff came out, it was very inspired by 70s, maybe a little bit of 60s, you know, because you kind of got those, like, like when you look at the color scheme and the pattern, right? Really had like um, very groovy vibes. Okay, very hippie. <laughs> very hippie. Very hippie. Very with hippie with the butterflies and the florals and the greens and the blues and the purples, like very psychedelic, right? Like that's very kind of psychedelic the, and very like- tassels and fringe and embellishments like we're seeing all of that and what's really though exciting about this is that like all this stuff can definitely be found on the second market and a lot of what people are looking for is that they are looking for the authentic thing people Mm -hmm. want the original stuff like Daniela said low-rise jeans are huge right now you guys they're not really calling them boot cut it's more flair right 
you know, you've seen those already many, many times in the thrift stores. Mm-hmm. We talked about the mud shoes, the Steve Madden shoes, those chunky black platforms. That's a little bit of play on dark academia, which is also something- Which we're going to go on to next. <laughs> we're going to go on to. But like all of these trends, like you said, I just can't believe the super crop tops. I mean, the, the cardigans. Oh yeah. God, the cardigan crazy. thing is hard for me to get past because the crop cardigan didn't look good on us then. <laughs> so- well, you know what it was about those two? If you had boobs, they were never good. <laughs> yeah. Well, herein lies <laughs> why I never liked them. <laughs> well, because they would always like, I remember like you would wear them and they just would like hug your boobs. Yeah. And that was it. Because they just like barely covered your boobs. And that was it. <laughs> but they were real cute if you were older and going out and like you just wore like a bra. Bralettes weren't really a thing, but like you wore like one of those rhinestone bras and then the cardigan. Or- or if you wore a, a lacy lingerie top. Yes. People would wear those. With the cardigan. And then you had the low rise jeans. This is like a moment right here, guys. Um, so, but moving on from Y2K, which was definitely inspired by the 70s. So that's why we're mm-hmm. kind of seeing the emergence of 70s coming back with Y2K because they kind of go hand in hand. There's some differences, but they really are almost the same thing. Um, academia vibes, but this like, this I we need to have Crystal on here who is a member of our Patreon group because she like gets mm-hmm. into the academia stuff and she really like gets into like the granny core and like the, all that kind of stuff she's so good at it she's a vintage seller mm-hmm. um but academia is like so big right now and it's expanded it's not like mm-hmm. what it was last year but to keep it simple pleated mini skirts that's mm-hmm. also kind of a y2k thing but it's also an academia thing um well I was gonna say that Daniela I'm like I feel like the academia stuff really has Y2K vibes for me. And the reason why I say that is because when I see what they're wearing, that is what I, I wore. I was very big on the chunky platforms, the white um, nylons, right? The knee highs. I love a knee high with like a plaid skirt and like a vest or whatever. Like I love that. And I think a lot of that too kind of stemmed from Clueless. Yeah, I would say it gives me Clueless and like Bratz Dolls vibe. Like that's how the Bratz Dolls started was academia. That was the vibe. Right, absolutely. But Um, Lug Soul Loafers, which Jen already mentioned. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I I like that. I love the Lug Soul, you know, the the platforms, all the mud shoes, all that kind of stuff. And then sweater vests, which have been a thing for the last few years. The sweater vests, I think, are here to stay. I don't think they're going anywhere. Mm -hmm. And like, just like, when it comes to patterns and you think about academia, right? A lot of it is plaid, blend plaid, houndstooth, mm-hmm. you know, um, tarin plaid, all these different types of plaid. Um, and you can definitely Google all this. It's all available. You can yeah. definitely, even if you just Google types of plaid um, and you have like a plaid skirt and you have, you know, a plaid vest, make sure that you list what style that plaid is. Cause that is very important too, when it comes to your search. Absolutely. So now that we've kind of given you a long-winded version of what Poshmark's trends were that they recently released, we're kind of going to get into the brands in the secondhand market that we're seeing by category that are selling really well, things that we Mm -hmm. might have experience with, things that maybe have surprised us that we're seeing trending on these different um, platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's there's one in the bag category that we're going to go into now that I think some people just don't think about. Um, so yeah, let's go into bags first and talk about what we're seeing is trending on these different platforms. Absolutely. You know, so you guys, so when it came to kind of 
figuring out this information, like we said, the way that we always like to look at things is that we always look at sold. We don't want to see what's existing and what's available, you know? So we always want to see what has sold and what was just listed, right? So yep. basically it's all the stuff, the hot stuff that is not sitting around for very long. Um, that is always going to be your best indicator. And that is definitely something if you're looking up comps or something, you should filter your comps that way too, you know, because you want to see like what, like I said, what's hot, what's not sitting on the shelf for very long kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So in regards to bags in general, just across the board, you know, I have seen Michael Kors. We've talked about Michael Kors, right? And I think that I know for myself, I have passed on Michael Kors, not thinking it was something that was worth picking up. I but don't. I know you don't. You, <laughs> I definitely you, don't. You've done really well. You I sold have, it. Yeah. I think you've convinced me to like take a second look at that because mm -hmm. I would say that when I first started reselling, yeah, I definitely picked it up. And then there was kind of like a lull there, like if people weren't that interested, but it's definitely coming back and coming back pretty strong. Um, we saw that Troy Birch still has some ground. It's still doing really well, but it is yes. more like for big bags, right? Again, oh, wow. Yeah, Jenna, because I'm going to find a Troy Birch. Duh, Jen. Yeah, get it. <laughs> get it. But it is something, you know, a lot of these things, it's something to think about too, if you're thinking about venturing into retail arbitrage, if you're thinking about, you know, maybe paying up, like we say, for items. Um, it could be worth it, really, but I definitely see a little bit of a downward trend in her brand. It's not. Yeah, as I was just going to say, you know, I'm surprised that Tory Burch is even on the list because I feel like I pass in a lot more of Tory Burch, not even just clothing wise, even shoes, unless it's like under $5, I'm probably not going to pick up Tory shoes um, unless it's like something really unique or something really different. Um, it, 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 mm, go back a couple of years ago, even last year, I would have paid up for Tory Burch shoes. Uh, I'm not going to do that now. Even for handbags, it's, it's gotta be in a reasonable price point. I yeah. just feel like Tory Burch has so many outlets and stuff now. And I know that she's trying to rebrand. I've noticed a lot of like the new promos that they're doing the commercials. Mm -hmm. They're definitely rebranding to kind of gear towards today's market of the younger generation. So I'm curious to see if that's why it's trending, that maybe the new things that they're pushing out there is reaching that market. Right. But what I saw a lot of what sold though was very specific, was large totes her large totes. That's what people were kind of selling. And so I don't know if that has to do with that. That is a style that's happening right now. Um, but it was I feel generally like I see minis everywhere with big brands. That's I why do, I'm like, I do, but I didn't see any minis really being sold super quick. And these ones were larger totes and they sold for at least over a hundred dollars. So it's good. Something to think about. Um, next one, I'm actually going to wait on this one. I want to leave this one for yeah, the last sure. one, but I thought this was kind of interesting. Vera Bradley. And I know in New England, we find it a lot, It's uh, everywhere. But, it's, but it's mostly obviously new with tags is what yeah. I saw. I tried to stay away from new with tags, you guys too. When I look at this kind of stuff, because I really want us to focus again on the secondary market. I don't want us to focus on stuff that's new. Right. I will but, say though, Vera Bradley to me, because I've sold, if I find it really cheap, I'll pick it up Like, it, mm -hmm. and I can sell it for a decent amount. It's typically more of a career or school piece that sells for me. Yeah. Yeah. More so I than agree. Anything. What I find that does really well for Vera Bradley is the mini backpacks or the backpacks and the duffel tote. They have a very large duffel tote. And generally you'll find those in the luggage section and people tend to skip over that section a lot. So that's something to I definitely about. do. 
Yeah, you can find really good stuff there because you never know what the employers are going to throw back there thinking that it's part of luggage, right? Right. But kind of playing off that luggage thing, something else that you generally would find in the luggage area that I'm seeing a lot is reusable tote bags. I always look at reusable tote bags. Those are, are definitely gaining some traction. Like I'm talking like the canvas style generally, that's what's really popular, that canvas style. So like think of like, Whole Foods, think of like the New Yorker, right? And like what it looks like. But obviously, please, please do your research when you're there because some styles are going to command more than others. And generally, you can find those for like 99 cents, mm-hmm. you know, almost nothing. Uh, and people are looking for those. They are really, really attractive right now. They're collectibles. Like, That's the other thing, too. I mentioned like the New Yorker. I've sold the New Yorker twice. Once I found it at the bins yeah. and once I found it at Salvation Army. Both times I paid a dollar mm-hmm. for them. Well, but at the bins, it was less than that, but it averaged out to be, you know, a um, dollar. They can sell anywhere from 30 to $50. It depends on your buyer. So you can sell a New Yorker tote bag because I don't think they, I don't think they make them anymore. That was like a limited thing that they did for an anniversary or something. I don't Mm -hmm. believe they make them anymore. Um, But it is, it's huge. People look for them. They use them when they go shopping, they use it as an everyday bag. So definitely look at the canvases, Mm -hmm. do a little Google lens research, scan it, see what comes back. Uh, I think you'll be surprised that so, like even some Trader Joe's ones, like just yeah, Trader Joe's is gonna say um, Barnes and Nobles, yeah, like all those like that kind of feel. It's really interesting. And then another thing that you might find too in the luggage section was it's a brand called Thirty One. And is that the lunch bag company? I think 31? so. Yeah, I remember that was an uh, what is it called an MF. MLM. 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 Yeah. yeah, where people like, like as I remember, you know, when this like was parties. when 31 was big, people did parties, right? They would give mm-hmm. you a catalog and you would look through it and stuff. But people seem to be like, it, it's funny how like, it's almost like these utilitarian bags, right? Like bags with functions yeah, are, yeah, are yeah. really big right now in what I'm seeing. And then when it comes to, you know, just more like a, like a leather bag or like mm-hmm. a going out bag or whatever, um, Vintage Dooney, still right. very big. Made in USA. Really well. Look for that tag. Made in Made, USA. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, another one is Brahmin. My favorite. We love that is, that's yeah. my go-to. I love Brahmin bags. They sell, they sell, they sell. They have a following. The end. And, and generally, I would say Brahmin, um, I've seen it marked pretty low in the thrift stores because it's kind of has like people a miss more it. of a vintage vibe. Yeah, yeah. And people do miss it. But there's definitely a big following. And then last but not least, and I'm talking across every single platform that I saw, like eBay, Depop, Poshmark, Mercari, doesn't matter. Coach is on their list on the top five uh, brands that are out there. So Coach, I want to talk about Coach, basically. Can we, can we mention the two types of Coach that are really hot right now? Um, yes. Monogrammed Coach and yeah. vintage coach. So if you want to pick <laughs> yeah. up coach, it has to be monogrammed or has to be vintage. Those are the two things you're looking for. Okay. Which is crazy. I think you and I called this out a while ago. We I did last right? year. No, or was that 2020? That was 2020 mm-hmm. when we called it out. We said, we're like, I feel like coach signature is going to yes. have a big resurgence and we're going to laugh because I can't tell you how much coach signature I just left at the thrift stores. Right. But that's really, really big right now, you guys. And, you know, it's definitely, you know, I think the canvas does really well. The black, the black one does really well. Um, but I know that Coach had so many limited edition stuff that came out. And 
Um, it's really big right now. People are. And I tell you it. why I think Coach Signature is a thing again. They partnered with JLo, and JLo's wearing Coach Signature in a lot of ads. And yeah. uh, I mean, it's smart on Coach's part because Coach has been trying to make a comeback because they really yeah. fell behind in the mm-hmm. in the mid to where we are now, 2000s, right? So in the mid 2000s, they really fell behind. They were big in the early 2000s. And then all these other brands came up like mm-hmm. Tory Burch, like Mike, Michael Kors destroyed coach. Yeah, I agree. I, and um, agree. they had to do something because they were a dying brand, which is sad because it's been around since the twenties, the thirties, it's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, bringing JLo in was very smart on their part. And JLo wears a lot of their monogram stuff, but it's done differently now, which is why well, I, think thing. I think want... they got, I think they got lazy. Honestly, yeah. I think they just like, they sat on the signature for too long and yep. thinking that they'd be fine with it. And then they did nothing. And then it was like, people got bored because it was just mm-hmm. like the same tote, the same, you know, little wallet the same whatever like nothing changed it was not nothing was different so this episode is brought to you by bumble so you want to find someone you're compatible with specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection totally open to having kids in the future is a tall rock climbing libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on tuesdays just as much as you do bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you so whatever it is you're looking for bumble's features can help you find it date now on bumble you're right, Daniela, you know, bringing in somebody like JLo. And I think that they were, they were kind of the ones that really brought that, like that cushy, the low yeah. feel. Yep. They were like one of the first ones to have that. If you've seen your coach, it's absolutely beautiful. It really, really oh, is. I um, own yeah. three new coach pieces because I absolutely, I have no shame in saying it. I'd rather buy a really nice coach bag than buy a YSL bag. I, I just, to me, the quality of leather and some of their pieces is almost identical to some of those luxury pieces out there. Um, you know, just because there's a luxury name on it doesn't mean that it's made any better than a brand mm-hmm. like Coach. Um, and I think Vintage Coach is a prime example of that. I would keep most vintage coaches that I find, I wear for a period of time and then I end up selling it. Um, I haven't kept any of them yet. I've just kind of worn them and then sold them, but Mm -hmm. they are just so well made and the leather is so well done. And the lining, even though it's raw, um, like that raw hide, almost kind Mm -hmm. of lining, it's so good and it's easy to clean. And there's just so many wonderful things. And now they have that new program with coach where you can send in your bags. It's not available to every state. It's only certain states. And they have artists that rehab them and like paint on them and do really fun things with these vintage coach bags so I you know it doesn't surprise me that coach is on this list I'm yeah. really curious to see where it is like when we do this maybe six months down the line I'm really curious yeah. where coach is going to be at that point because me this too. resurgence is just starting to happen mm-hmm. we're in the beginning so, of it we're in the beginning of it and I really think that um we could you can still find it in the in the stores yeah. you really can because I mean we all know there's so much coach at the thrift stores so much coach, right? It might be marked um, up, but yes. <laughs> now it might be marked up. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it just depends, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's everything for bags. Do you have anything to add, Daniela? No, I think I think that's a good list there, Jen. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to move on to dresses, which dresses. this first one is mind-boggling to me, but plus-size mm-hmm. Old Navy. Yeah, yeah. A lot. I see hmm. a lot of that being sold. And I don't know if it's because it's not like maybe plus size not is not available 
in all stores. I don't, I don't know why. I, I honestly um, don't plus know. Plus size is now integrated into Old Navy stores as of the end of last year. They've integrated, yeah. but, but they don't always have every size. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they'll have maybe mm-hmm. one or two pieces, um, but well, not necessarily just, have a ton of it. Yeah. Like they have a small medium. I agree. Large. I think a lot of it is because there's just a lack of inventory. Yeah. There's no reason for them not to have it all in the store. Right, exactly. Because I mean, the thing that I've noticed about Old Navy that is really interesting to me is that when, like, for example, when I was pregnant, right, I wanted to get Old Navy maternity and it wasn't available. And it, it, like in most stores, they didn't have it. You had to order it online. And so it was like, it was really frustrating, right? Mm -hmm. To have to do that kind of stuff. So it's like, I think it's just because availability or something, but I just saw a lot of it selling and for decent amount. Hey, if you go to the bins and find some beautiful dresses, I mean, we all know, oh, maybe has, you know, classic styles. And they mimic a lot of the more expensive brands out there. They do. I think it's a really great item to pick up for the right price, obviously. Um, Free people, free people still there, still going really strong. But uh, with free people, I cannot stress enough that like, you need to focus on midi dresses and maxi dresses with them. Yep. The short dresses just don't, they don't, they don't style have called? A, the trapeze. The oh, trapeze the trapeze. Dress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The slip, that slip dress. Um, they just are not as popular. Do they still sell? Of course they do. Do they still for, sell for a lot? Of course they do, you know, but people seem to be more attracted to the midi styles and the maxi styles but again that goes to your whole boho look that 70s mm-hmm. look that is just not going away and it hasn't for a long time now now you guys are going to be like oh great why is this on this list okay bear with me reformation <laughs> right i know i get it i haven't found it that much in the i was going to say i think i've never found never. a reformation dress in the thrift store i found it in nordstrom rack that i picked up to sell yes but that's and it see, that's again where that's why i'm mentioning it because again, we might have some listeners who are interested in maybe possibly doing some retail arbitrage. Now, it would be worth picking up Reformation. You know, obviously for a specific price point, what that price point is, can't really tell you. It all depends really on what depends. you think. It, it depends really on the depends. style. Mm-hmm. And I, again, if you were to pick it up, what I see mostly is maxi, the maxi style dresses, not even mini, mostly maxi right? And floral print is very, very big. Um, And then the last thing that I saw, of course, is Zara. We all love Zara, right? But of course, you got to do your research on Zara. And Zara is very easy to do research, everybody. You can just check on the tag. The tag has the style number on there. Mm -hmm. And you can look to see if it is a blogger favorite. But Zara midi dress, mini, midi dresses, sorry, and maxi floral dresses are really big. They are. Now, I don't know. Some of my best selling dresses, Zara. Right? Now, I don't know if you're sensing a theme here, but most of the dresses of what I saw were going to be cocktail style or wedding guest style dresses. Mm. That is the most popular style that is selling right now. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that we're opening up more, there's Mm -hmm. more events happening, people Mm -hmm. are looking for stuff, you know, so um, I think it's time to start kind of looking at those dresses. Now, again, in your, in your search, it's really important to use the right keywords yeah. for you to get that because people do search for these types of dresses, but they put in specific words. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I also, can you mention yeah. these new brands to me? Oh, I feel yeah. like I've heard of one of them, but that first one, I don't know what it is. Yeah. So um, I, 
So whenever I find a new brand, I like to kind of highlight it and mention it because I thought that was kind of interesting. So Stop Staring. I saw that quite a few times and it can sell really anywhere from 40 to $90, which I think is really That's great, pretty good, right? It's got like 50s vibes, but with like a modern flair to it. So I saw, yeah. So I saw a lot of like wrapped, you know, like those like kind of wrap styles yeah. um, on the torso and like with fit and flair styles, really hmm. beautiful and very nice for like events. I thought that that was really pretty. And then I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but it's called Murph. Uh, yeah, I think it's, I think um, it's Murph. I've, I've seen the brand. I haven't seen the brand in person, but I feel like I've seen it within the community or I was looking at something and, or, or heard something in Murph. I've, yeah. I've heard that before. Murph is another one that seems, the retail's very high. I would put it in the same category as like Reformation, you know, like that. The, yeah, um, like that mid-tier. Like mid-tier, yeah, kind of look. Um, and you guys, the tops alone are selling for forty to sixty dollars, and then the dresses are between ninety and fifty dollars. So That's crazy! Two other little brands to look out for, you know, <laughs> if you can find them, or maybe Mirth if you see it in a store that you're doing retail arbitrage on, could be worth yeah. it to pick it up. Sometimes with some of these newer or newer to the resale market brands, a lot of times you're going to find them more so in a retail arbitrage type setting than you are in the thrift store because mm-hmm. it's not something that's as common. Mm-hmm. I feel like we can talk about this in, when we come to the jean section. I feel like mm-hmm. um, Everlane and Madewell kind of were in this category for a long time yeah. where they weren't really in the thrift stores and now we've they're everywhere. And the same thing goes like with Rothy's, mm-hmm. like they weren't really in the thrift stores and now people are finding them more and more. Like, yeah. I feel like they're that a lot, of, a lot of times when you're researching new brands, you're, you're going to notice that. Yeah. Or also too, let's not forget like the second hand, not second, sorry, the second chance type of stores, buy, sell, trade, right? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not selling them thrift stores because it's a different category in itself. Yeah. Right. So it's like even those types of consignment stores, those types of places could have these and they could have the mark for fairly low. I know myself, I have found Spell and the Gypsy at a consignment store and it was marked for $40. And I'm like, yes, I'd cry. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> I can say, so I, I have a fun story like that. I went to a buy, sell, trade store um, and I found an Acne, not Acne Studios, Acne um, mm. sweater, and it was marked at ten dollars because they had yeah. no idea. You had, had no, no idea, no idea, and you don't know what's going to be on their sale rack. So that's kind of why we're trying to like give you guys like the whole scope on it because we yeah. don't we don't know where you source, right? So we're going to talk oh, about my favorite category next. Well, okay. one of my favorite categories. One of my favorite categories. I love this category. And I love jeans. I love selling jeans. I love everything about jeans. I don't agree with every jean that's on this list, but that's okay. Uh, Yeah, I would be right there with you. (laughs) I don't like all the jeans that are on this list, but this is what's trending. And honestly, none of it surprises me. None of this surprises me. No. Um, Boot cut, we kind of already talked about it. It's it's in. Yeah. Moving on. It's in. Moving on. (laughs) So Seventh again, Row Mankind like, Dojos. I okay, I love, love that this is still hot. I love, I love that this is still hot. I absolutely do. Yes. I love picking up dojos. I really do. Because they are like the flare jean. Yes. Of the Super long. So if you're tall, this is great for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I cut my dojos. I remember yeah. I had a pair of dojos because I found like randomly a pair of TJ Maxx. And I say, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to have these. And I, I, I had to chop mine. So, oh my God, but you know what? 
I've actually sold dojos that have been hemmed before. As long as you disclose it and you just provide the measurements, it's not a big deal. So there's going to be shorties out there. (laughs) So again, these are really hot. And actually, I'm sorry. Like I said, I'm I'm starting to see a resurgence just in Seven for All Mankind. Seven for All Mankind, such a huge Y2K brand, like early 2000s. They were like kind of one of the first ones to come out with designer denim. Like I feel, you know, like Mm -hmm. it was like, it was like before it was just like Levi's and then like whatever you got in your junior section with jeans. And then all of a sudden, like seven for all mankind came out and it was like, wait, they're $150 for jeans. Like that's nuts. (laughs) Makes me think of true religion. Oh, and then true religion came and then citizens right yeah. of humanity and yeah oh can we oh, talk about sins of humanity right now before we go on with our list i just want to let the yeah. listeners know this i picked up at the tj maxx yellow tag sale citizens of humanity i was very very specific though in the styles that i picked up one yeah. style that i picked up was um it was called the avery chino pant and it had pleats in it so i picked that up sold immediately the same day that i listed it and it sold for no i don't want to be I don't want to lie to you guys. So I'm just going to pull it up right now. As well, well, while you're looking at that up, I will say that Citizens for Humanity can be really, really hot, but you really need to know the style when Absolutely. it comes to Citizens. So really they sold for 65. I paid that's 10. Awesome. That's, that's fantastic. Awesome. That's a, that's um, a and then the, the last pair that just sold yesterday or the day before um the citizens of humanity olivia ultra high rise slim ankle jeans sold for 80 dollars. i paid 15 i paid 15 now let's talk about them before we go on this list because i want you guys to know this if you go to tj maxx yellow tag sale still happening so you might find them um i looked for pleats i looked for straight leg Mm-hmm. Um, I will still pick up a skinny or slim leg, but it's got to have like a super high rise. It's got to be right. a color like black or like a medium wash or a light wash denim. Um, mm-hmm. It ha- And it can't be distressed when it comes to citizens of humanity. It needs to be a very like work appropriate pant. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just throwing sense. that out there. No, that makes sense. You know that, I mean, we're seeing such a big shift, right? From the skinny, skinny mm-hmm. jeans, you know, to like, uh stovepipe yes right? so more of like a slim so not a skinny slim. it's not a straight leg and it's not a skinny it's a slim yeah it's a slim kind of look so that's where you know you get like made well the perfect vintage jeans oh, that's my really favorite well. jean that i own yeah the mom jean the dad jean the boy jean of, that's another they, the boy jean and this they actually have a stove stovepipe stovepipe is my top seller of made well when i find nice. stovepipe i will always pick it up especially stovepipe tall yeah. That one will sell the fastest. Yeah, but I would walk away from the nine-inch high-rise. I would yeah. walk away from most 10-inch high-rise. Yep. You know, um, but again, unless it had all those factors that Danielle mm-hmm. talked about. Um, then Everlane, the original cheeky jean. That yeah. is I their have hot that. <laughs> I have that pair. That is their hot jean. If you're going to pick up any jean from Everlane, pick up that one. Most other styles just do not command the demand for it honestly so most most are going to sell for under $30 again $30 is not bad if you're picking it up for a dollar right mm-hmm. but uh the cheeky the cheeky jean is where it's at for Everlane um and then of course classic Levi's Levi's still really hot still doing really well you go Gotta know your Levi's obviously because some yeah. command higher dollars than others we need to do an episode Jen is like a Levi's we do 
expert. So we need to do an, epi- an episode on Levi's because Jen has really great knowledge of Levi's and she mm-hmm. has shared some of that knowledge with me, which I'm very thankful for. Um, but I think we need to do an actual Levi's like I did die. Levi's and I like that. all of that. So we will definitely work on that for you guys as well. Um, can we talk about Abercrombie and Fitch? Cause I just sold an Abercrombie and Fitch pair of jeans. Yes. Let's and talk about that. I think I it's really important them. to talk about this. So if you guys follow me on Instagram, then you know that I put this in my stories yesterday, but I sold Abercrombie and Fitch curve love nineties, ultra high rise straight leg jean. Um, two things to know about this Abercrombie curve love is newer to Abercrombie in a couple of years. Maybe it's fairly mm-hmm. new, but it's like there it's considered like their curvy line, right? They it has all sizes, nice. but it's curvy. It's- that's kind of nice that they did that yes, because that was Abercrombie, not a size brand. <laughs> exactly. It is not, it was not inclusive in the Y2K moment, not inclusive at all. No. Um, so the fact that they have, they've widened that is, is great. They're still not fully there yet, but they're, they're, they're getting you, there. Do you remember Daniela walking into an Abercrombie and then like picking up a size small or an extra small and you're like, is this for an eight-year-old? Yeah. And being <laughs> judged, just walking in there. Yeah. Absolutely. Remember that. <laughs> And that polos cost $120 for no reason. Yeah. 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 I remember that. (laughs) But the Abercrombie and Fitch 90 style jean is what you need to be looking for. If you find the curve love, then that is an, that that is a given you should pick it up. Um, But if you're, if you're looking at the tags, um, the tag is go on their website. You will see what these look like. If you type in curve love on Google, you'll see what these tags look like. Um, that's the type of Abercrombie you need to be looking for. Unfortunately, Abercrombie Vintage, I feel like is not having the same moment as these other brands that just so odd to me. Right. So um, odd. In, in Hollister too, I feel like Hollister had a little bit of a moment, but it's not, it's not where some of these other brands are like Rock Revival or Miss Me or, you know, mm-hmm. all these other ones. Oh, um, you mean all the other brands that I was going to mention on my list that you're like, about? Yeah, those. <laughs> those but um yeah so the the vintage style of those jeans just don't have the same value that the new Abercrombie does I can't speak for Hollister I don't really have any experience with it but uh yeah 90 style Abercrombie and Fitch jeans yeah I don't hear anybody talking about Hollister Uh, I'll tell you that right which is fine with me (laughs) yeah that's fine with me too um you know I always laugh because like at Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. The moment I realized, the first time I ever realized that I was old was when I walked into a Hollister and I was like, it's too loud in here. And it's, and it's dark, dark and I can't and see like, anything. <laughs> they used to pump that cologne in the like, in the vents. And they it so did Abercrombie. They would spray it every time you oh. walk in. Oh God, the, the stories we could tell you. Oh yes. Okay. And so, yeah. So going back to like the jeans, again, Rock Revival, I know those have been popular for a really long time mm-hmm. and there's a very, very loyal fan base on those. But these are eBay. These are great eBay items. Don't just to skip throw on them. There. Don't skip on them. I'm like, I remember people would be like, I don't pick these up because they're not with my aesthetic. It's like, is your aesthetic making money? Cause that's my aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> so Miss Me Jeans, still very popular, you know, B- BKE jeans, again, that like bling, right? That Y2K jean. 
um, and silver jeans. You remember silver jeans? Yeah, I do. Yeah, with that mm-hmm. like thick, you know, embroidery and stuff mm-hmm. um, and the thick thread. Yeah. You know? There's so a that- jean that's not on this list that we talked about pre-episode mm-hmm. that we need to, we need to throw out to you guys. Circle back. <laughs> Jenko jeans. Jenko jeans, you guys. Those. Like cartoon want- style jeans. <laughs> that's what they remind me of. They really are. They really are. Those guys seriously go on eBay right now and go and see what they're going for. It's like, it's ridiculous. Like hundred dollars, like, and, and you know, you can find those. You can definitely find those. Um, Cause it's, it's crazy. Jenko jeans, you guys, there we go. Well, that's everything kind of for jeans uh, with the exception of like, when you think about like, when you're looking at jeans too, and you're trying to figure out if this is like a Y2K style thing with like patchwork, um, and then also think of like embroideries, bling, and even, um, I don't know how to like describe this, but like leather thread cord, you know, like the cord. Oh yeah. yeah like and piping, it, like piping. piping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like interwoven and crisscrossed all yeah, yeah, yeah. throughout. That was a really big, big trend. And that is actually very big, uh, particularly on Depop, you know, they're selling for a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, pants, we kind of touched on this already. Academia vibes, trousers, pleated, wide leg. That's kind of like the vibe with pants in general. And I added them to this list, vintage leather high-rise pants. I have so much luck selling these. It really almost doesn't matter what the brand is. Um, they can sell anywhere from like 45, 50 up to hundred, depending on the brand. Obviously that will obviously play a part in it, but those high-rise leather pants are usually a wider leg. Um, and they're just something that people really love. And Jen and I were kind of talking about this again, pre-episode. Um, I was on Abercrombie's website last night, just to, I, I kind of do this on occasion, go on these random websites and just get a feel of like, what's kind of coming down the pipeline. Cause they're already Absolutely. starting to pepper in some spring things. And they had spring colored faux leather high-rise pants, which makes me think that the faux leather is not going anywhere for spring and summer, which if I think back to like when Lori and I did um, the runway type of uh, a trend report, we saw that there was faux leather in spring and summer of last year as well, but people weren't really venturing too much out. Like they were, but not in the same fashion that I think hopefully will be this year. Um, So I thought it was interesting to see that spring colored faux leather on Abercrombie's website. So I just think keep an eye out for those vintage, as long as they're priced fairly, I think $10 and below is fair for a vintage leather um, high rise pant. Yeah, Um, Mm -hmm. And also it's also in the biker community that they look for that stuff. So just keep Mm -hmm. that in mind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that's all good stuff. So last style here, guys, last style here. We're almost there. I hope almost there, people promise. are still listening. This they are because they're taking notes and they want to know. <laughs> they want to know. The people want to know. <laughs> All right, people. Jackets. Mm. Should we stop picking these up? Never. What do we think? Never. Never is Never the stop picking, picking Never up jackets. Never stop picking up jackets. Never stop looking in the coat section. Never, oh. ever. Even though I know that there are some thrift stores that do um, pull them off of their Yeah, floors, they do this right? in New England. I do, I, I do know that. Um, but if they don't just keep shopping it because you're going to get the good stuff because no one's looking at that. Right. Yep. But I think, I think what we're seeing is that with things kind of opening up right now, right. I mean, not so much maybe in the U S but Europe, Europe is opening back Europe up. Europe is right? 100% opening so, up. 
People are going to start traveling more. People are going to be looking for more stuff. So outerwear is a big, big, big thing. Um, so I'm seeing lots and lots of puffers, you know, marmot, even guests, lands end. People look for jackets and they pay good money for them because jackets are expensive no they matter are. what. So they if are. you find a guest puffer jacket for like a dollar, two dollars at the bin, pick it up. You know, mm -hmm. they're selling anywhere from $30, $40 because jackets are always going to command a higher Absolutely. Value. Absolutely. no matter what right so it's definitely worth it to still pick up those jackets and you have to think that people are traveling people are going to be traveling to colder regions right mm -hmm. so people need need these types of things uh we talked about this earlier penny lane style jackets you know again that 70s kind of vibe and then blazers i think this kind of goes into that academia kind of thing but yeah. like plaid think of like veronica beard blazers right that double-breasted yeah really strong shoulder you can find that in vintage oh know. absolutely I bought I the, all my all my plaid jackets were vintage you know that I've ever owned and um I will say modeling definitely does help but again you can always as long as you're smart with your keywords that will help you uh and then the last one which has not gone away is you know those teddy coats sherpa coats doesn't matter the brand people are looking for those those yeah. coats because those big actually time trending big time trending and those are coats I feel that you can wear them all year round because mm -hmm. it does get cool in the summertime at night so mm -hmm. I also think um with that is like the um half zip type sherpa things or like the the pullover sherpas like i like yeah. we used to have those growing up and I feel like there's they've always been a thing I think very Patagonia like those you know that that feel the not so much fleece, but kind of on that idea. Um, but mm -hmm. Teddy and Sherpa, I just sold a Teddy jacket the other day. I sold the IMG uh, red oh, Teddy yeah. style yeah. zip up sold for $64. Um, I feel like IMG was like on the downward spiral. And I, yeah. and I feel like with the Sherpa jackets, they're still, they're still kind of there for that. Yeah. So yeah, this is kind of the end of our trend report. Um, I hope this was helpful. I mean, I would assume it was, but what do I, I know? Assume, I would assume so. I mean, we could we could keep talking, honestly, because there's there's a lot of information yeah. out there, you know, but hopefully, you know, this kind of gives you guys a sense of like what to be looking out for when you're sourcing. And, um, you know, hopefully it will help. But yeah, I mean, I had a lot of fun researching all this stuff. Yeah, I, I think it's helpful too for for. Yeah. us as resettlers but also as um as the hosts of this um podcast to sit down and kind of really understand what's happening out there it will not only help us source better it will help you guys learn how to source better and yeah i i just think that would be it's just good it's just fun it's fun if you like fashion right. it's fun it's fun it is fun and and so you guys know you know like we said, this is something that we did a lot of research on and these are the facts, right? These are the things that we're seeing that Poshmark and eBay and Depop and stuff are telling us, you know, it's mm -hmm. not necessarily our opinions on it. This is what we're seeing. What you do with that information is up to you, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, this is kind of what we're seeing. And so it's, it, I think it's really an interesting time. You know, fashion is very interesting right now. I'm not really 100% on board on what's going on. I'll be honest with you. But as I feel a reseller, like it's a hodgepodge. I think it's fair to say yeah. that right now fashion is a hodgepodge. There's not one clear direction. And I just think it's because everything is so different depending on where you live. 
what state you're in, what right. city you're in, what right. what country you're in. I think it's just different across the board. I think and we're it seeing is. that in fashion. Yeah, yeah. I think it is, but I think what's exciting is that it's a really exciting time to be a reseller though. Because mm-hmm. because it's a hodgepodge, because it's kind of all over the place, there's opportunities there for everyone to pick up all these cool gems that you know people have donated recently, you know, a couple right. of years ago that might still be floating around there. And and you know, there's the opportunity to make some really good money there. Yeah, I agree. So I hope you guys loved this episode. Uh, we will be back next week with such a fun episode. We cannot even wait to to get this out to you guys. Kind of like last week where we were really excited about Jem. Next week we're really excited because we're not talking about clothes, which is like no. super exciting to Jen and I. Is yeah. we're not talking about clothes. We're gonna have someone on who is a friend of ours, who is local, who is an expert when it comes to plush. And I think mm-hmm. there is like such a market when it comes to to plush and understanding plush, or even like if we can find someone out there that does like baseball cards, like Pokemon cards or something, like reach out to oh us. Oh my gosh. We want to do out. an episode on that as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, next week, we're not going to share who it is, but next week we have a really fun episode on plush and how to find plush, what to do with it, how to research it, how to Where sell, to sell it, it, all, all of that stuff. stuff. So we're mm-hmm. super excited about that. And uh, we will talk to you guys next time. Bye everyone. Bye guys. <laughs>